Okay, boys, before we begin, we uh, are going to mention, hi Ezra, good morning, it's nice to have you back, Moishi, wow, okay, so uh, last night by our dear friend Elliot Mizrahi's wedding, I uh, met the man who dedicated today's class, I don't know if he wants me to mention his name, so I won't, but a very fine man. And uh, the class was dedicated Lahatzlaha of Yitzhak Ben Jill. Okay, let's begin. So we were involved in a very, very important topic that I want to expound on more, okay? Very important. We were learning in the Mesilai Sharim <clears throat> about the tremendous importance of having respect for people, and not to use nicknames, obviously not derogatory nicknames, but even if it's not a derogatory nickname, that's an Indian of having respect for people, not to be mitchabed bekalon shel havero, meaning that you get honor when your friend gets put down. So let's say you make a joke or you do something which puts them down and makes you look higher. And you get honor for that. All these concepts of being very, very, very careful with the honor of people. This includes also a lot of times we label people, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more today when we go into it. When we say this bocher is a weak bocher, or he's got problems, or whatever, right? We're very quick to label people. Labeling people is like giving them names. We're calling them names. We're sizing them up in a way that's not representation of his true value. The true value of a human being, which I'm going to go into a little bit more, is very much dependent on his real name. That means that Every single human being has a great importance to him, which we're going to go into a nice piece from the Nasivas about that. Every single person has tremendous importance to him, and he has a tremendous tafkid in life. There's a purpose while you're here. A very, very important purpose while you're here that nobody in this world could duplicate your purpose. And in order for you to achieve what you want to achieve or what you're supposed to achieve and what makes you special, you have to be given a special kelim for that. Okay? A special neshama. A special nefesh. A special kelim. Now how do we know internally of who you are? We can't see, you all look the same. You have maybe one guy's nose is a little more pointy than the other guy's, but we basically all have the same things, right? So how do we know your specialty and your uniqueness, right? So the answer is your name. Your name is Magdir, it defines the Baal Hashem, defines the one with the name. That's why it says in the Gemara, Rav Meir Bodak Bishmei. If Rav Meir wanted to know somebody, he would listen to see what his name is. Okay? So yesterday I said over from the Vilna Goyen. Vilna Goyen says an amazing thing. He says 
that when a parent comes to name his child, he doesn't know what the neshama is, you know? So how does he know what name to give? The Vilna Goyen says that he experiences somewhat of Ruach HaKodesh. So even though the husband and wife may discuss back and forth, should we name after this one, should we name after that one, or what we should name the kid, even though they're having that discussion, really the ultimate decision is a uh, experiencing a bit of Ruach HaKodesh, which is the right definition of the child. So the point is, everybody has a very, very important kavod in their name. Well, we, we may not know the Torah of names, but names are very, very important. I once heard over from a Hatam Sofer, I didn't see it inside, but the Hatam Sofer said that it's very important that if a person has a Jewish name, a Torah name, and he also has an English name, it's very important that you call the person by his Hebrew name, not by his English name. Because by calling his Hebrew name, it gives chizuk to his neshama. Because the name is really the definition of what it is. So you call that name, it awakens that in within the person. That's what I once heard over. I believe I heard it from Rabbi Diamond, but I do not recall 100%. But I think that's who said it over. And he said over this Hatam Sofer. Okay? So, that's why they were very careful not to be Mechan Hashem L'chavera. Because Mechan Hashem L'chavera means, I'm sizing him up a different way. I'm not sizing him up with his true reality. And we have to be very careful not to do that. Okay? So I wanted to expound a little bit in it. It's a very important topic. What it means to respect people. Because we, we started yesterday at Rabbi Rucham. And Rabbi Rucham said that if you're mechabed Hashem, he brings the chazal, that if you're mechabed a person, it's like you're being mechabed Hashem. Why? Because a person is a tselem elokim. He's in the image of Hashem. That means a person has godliness in him that needs to be developed through his personality and through his life. So he's an ambassador of Hashem. He's a very important person. And you have, if you're mechabed, the ambassador of Hashem, it's like being mechabed Hashem himself. Okay? I want to tell you over a nice nasib. So I'm not going to go through the whole thing because it's a spirit on Haggadah Shel Pesach. So he's coming to explain the Haggadah, but I want to just bring out a point. <clears throat> he's going on the Pesach that says that the Haggadah says, The Jewish people, when they came down to Egypt, they were a very small amount of people. How many people they were? 70 nefashot. Okay? And then it says, B'shevim nefesh yaredu avotecha mitzrayim ve'ata now samecha Hashem elokecha kechokhevei hashamayim larov. What does it mean ve'ata? And now, after I gave you the, the Torah, I made you as many as the stars. So simply by yourself, the analogy to the stars is that there's tons of stars. You look up in the sky, you'll see tons of stars. So you have tons of children. But the Nasiva says different shot. He says when it talks about the Jewish people before Kabbalah Torah, when it discusses the population of the Jewish people in Egypt before Kabbalah Torah, what does it say? 
Ubnaishel Paru Vaishritsu Vairbu Vayatmu, right? Doesn't call them stars. When does the Torah refer to the Jewish people as stars? That's only after Kabbalah's Hatar. And the Nasivas explains the analogy to stars. It says in the Pasuk regarding stars, Rashi brings this Pasuk in the beginning of Shemot. Okay? I'm sure you're familiar with this Rashi. The Rashi says the reason why the Shivatim were considered like stars is because Hashem's love for them. <clears throat> and therefore, he calls them by their names and calls out each Shevet by his name. Rashi says the Pasuk, Stars have each star is very unique, okay? And each star has its own name. Like I told you before, the name defines the purpose. So each, we don't just say stars. Each star Hashem gives a name to it. Because each star has a specific purpose. You're getting this from Daniel. You know how happy I am that you came today in the morning. Why, why, why? You're listening? Every star has a specific purpose and without that star there will be something missing in the planet. Things won't work properly. Okay? Says the Nesivis in his, in his Pirush and Agodesh of Pesach. Ever heard of it? He has this called Maisa Nisim. That's the name of the Nesivis' Pirush. Okay? He says that every Jew after Kabbalat Torah, Hashem divided amongst the Jewish people specific jobs in the world that need to be done. Well, whose jobs? Hashem's jobs. Hashem runs the world. Hashem does bitul hara. Hashem does all the things the world needs. But out of great love for us, what did he do? He made us his avadim. Eved ha-melech does the avodat ha-melech. So he makes different uh, jobs. Each person has a unique job, and we need each person to do their job. So they became like kochavim. What's your job? Your job is very specific to your personality. It's very specific to your level of intellect. It's very specific to the community you grow up in. It's very specific to the family that you grew up in, and the the parents you have, and everything in your life. is tailor-made. So you could shine at that star. You understand? Just an interesting analogy to stars. This is my own input. That Be'ika, when do you see stars shine? At night. When we go to Nisyonot, when we go to Choshech, that's where the man comes out. Hatafkid shalcha, medgaleh, becomes revealed in your hard times. Because that's a star. Star shines in the dark. So every person has a tafkid, and we need every single person. Can't get around 
the world can't work without you. You're not redundant. You're not an extra guy. You're just not just another person in the world. You're an important person. So a person has to know that for himself. <clears throat> I see so many boys that have no self-respect at all. No, nothing. They don't feel in this world that they're needed and that they're important. So then what are they living for? They're surviving. They're surviving. We're trying to make the best out of the situation. Trying to have the most fun as possible, the most excitement as possible. Make some money. Something. Abyssal guilt. Right? Yeah. But instead of having a purpose in life, a goal in life, understand that you have a certain chashivas, you develop your personality, you get married, you build a home, you raise kids, you make Yiddush Hashem, right? It's a whole purpose. But that's the person has to have his own self-respect. Well, we have to respect people. Okay, now this is very hard. What happens if you have a kid who's a wise guy of all wise guys, you know? Right? And the guy's not learning good. Oh, he's doing all kinds of shtuyot. So how do you have respect for that man, you know? That young man. It's hard to have respect for people. Especially if a guy's a big tamiyacham. He's sitting and learning. Or he's a well-behaved boy. You know? Okay. But what about all these wise guys, you know? I once heard over from a godl that in every yeshiva, every rebbe, right, his class, so there's a certain percentage that give him Elam hazeh. Good kids, they listen, they grow, they respect him. Oh, unbelievable, right? Then there's a certain percentage of guys who just drive him nuts. And they make trouble, and they don't listen, and they're defiant, and they're not interested in authority, and they break every rule. So that percentage gives them oilam habo. And then everybody else in the middle, in the middle, give them his salary. Aval ma, what are you gonna do? If you have a child that's a wise guy, doesn't listen to nothing the parents say, you know? Or you have a kid in yeshiva is a wise guy, he's not interested in learning, he's not inspired, he's not interested in religion, all he wants to do is have a phone, that's the only thing you can think about 24-7. How am I going to get a smartphone, you know? My father and mother are very religious, my rabbi is very religious, they don't like smartphones. Yeah? But then, you can't work with this boy if you don't have respect for him. Here is the olive base. This is what we're learning from Yerucham. The olive base in Avodah Hashem is respect. You have to have respect for people. That's what Reb Nosson Vachlegel says. says Reb Lezer on his deathbed when his Talmidim asked him, how do we get Olam Haba? So he says, you want to know how you get Olam Haba? Respect everybody. So Reb Nosson Vachlegel says, because respecting people is like respecting Hashem. 
because the people have in them Salam Alaikim. And then when you know how to respect Hashem, and you know how to respect this concept of developing the Salam Alaikim, you'll respect the Salam Alaikim in yourself. And the way to respect the Salam Alaikim in yourself and how to nurture it is by respecting the Torah, because the Torah is going to nurture that. It's the key to Ilam Habu. But if a person cannot respect people, he's a person who makes fun of people, a person who stochs, you know what stochs means? He gives knocks, makes fun of people. Why? Because he has no shaykhs to Ilam You can't go to Ilam if you don't respect Everything is built on respect. So if you want to mechanech your kid, or you want to mechanech your Talmud, you have to respect them. But that's not so easy to respect people. Because in our world, you know how we respect people? Based on behavior, if they're producing, if they're nice, if they're good. So then you say, the guy's respectable. But what happens if you don't see what to, what to be giving respect for? Still have to respect. You have to respect that he has a tzalim alakim. Now what does that do for me and you? If he has a tzalim alakim, he ain't using it. Because he's using it. And he has a big And he has problems. But he's so important. Because if this star doesn't shine, we're all cooked. We need every single solitary neshama to shine. That's a respect for a human being. You follow? If I feel that you are born in this nation, then you are extremely important, then I'm going to invest my time and energy to try to help you develop yourself. That's your chashivas. Hey, let's get to Afkis here. Rabbi Yisai. Musa Sayyid is about Afkis. Yeah. There's different ways of respecting people. I can respect you because you know the whole shas, you know. I respect you for certain things. But I can respect you for being. Not for what you produced. For being. If you were created by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Melech Malchah, Melech HaKadosh Baruch and he felt that you're worthy enough that he should put his talent inside of you, and if he felt... That you're worthy enough that he should invest his name in you, then you're obviously a very chosh of a needy, needed person. So now what? Uh, I have to invest my time and energy into you too. So when a kid who's a wise guy and he's making trouble and you have to deal with him, but at all times, if he realizes that you respect him, and that's why you're putting time into him. Right? I'm not dealing with the troublemaker because I need to have a good name in my yeshiva. So if you step out of line, people are going to say, Ah, why, why? You know? Then I respect myself. I don't respect you. Right? So I respect myself. I have to make sure my business runs good. Business has to run good. Otherwise, when we make the fuel the fire campaign, we will say, this place, forget about it. <laughs> right? Business, that's me, that's not you. 
And the child and the kid and the bochur will recognize that. The rabbi is about himself. He's not about me. It's about himself. But if at all times, even when you have to kick him around the bissel, he knows that you respect him. And because of his chashivas, you love him and you machshiv him. It doesn't mean that if you love somebody and you machshiv them, that you don't discipline them ever. It doesn't mean that. But they have to chop at every second, every moment, that the chashivas of the Adam is there. The reason why I'm Mesiachis with you is because of your chashivas. This is something that I think is very much, unfortunately, unfortunately in today's generation, totally not there. People don't respect people. They're very critical. They talk about people in such a critical way. People write other people off like bad debt. You know what I mean? Bad debt. Zeh, this one came into the world, taut. You know? Put him in the garbage can. Return to sender. Amazon, 100% money back guarantee for damaged goods. Huh? Yeah, not that it doesn't take patience, not that it doesn't take chokhmah, not that it doesn't take rachmanis. You understand? You have to grow from it yourself. But the olive base, why should I subjugate myself to all this washaharas, as they call it in English? Why should I subjugate myself to that? For what? You know why? Because he's selim elokim. Hashem made him with a mission, with a tachlis, with a purpose. He has a purpose. Big purpose. That's why I have to put in all that kaifas. You understand? I once was speaking in a, in a high school. They brought me for some place to speak. And I was talking to the Rebbe's in the Manalim before. And I noticed a little bit, a little bit of a bitul that they had towards the boys. You know? Obviously it's not my place to tell anybody anything. But I spoke to the boys. And I told them that the reason why people in the community invest money in you, and the reason why rabbis invest time and energy in you, is not because your potential. Because one day you're going to be a something. So we invested you. So then what happens is, if you're a smart educator, and you look at a guy and you say, eh, schwach investment, you know? Not the best place to put your money. Correct? Because you're thinking future, future, what's going to be? Not so good looking, the, this investment, this piece of property, you know? So, but the truth is, the reason why people invest in you is not because of the future. It's because right now you have extreme importance in the decisions that you make today. This is the, what we call in the Desla, you have a Nekudas HaBechirim. means you have a Shetach where Yavayda is. Right? Hashem gave you like a certain area. This is where your work is. Not on higher Madrigas. This is where your work is. 
So the struggles, your struggles, is called Spitz Avaydas Asha. It's 100% Avaydas Asha. 100%. Right? There's a Gemara that says there was a man, he wasn't a Talmachacham, I think he was a Resh Kalusa, it says in some places. Nosan Butzita. I think that's what his name was. So his face was shining. And the Chachmei saw, saw that his face was shining. So he said, what happened? So he said that he had a taiva for Eshetzish. And he had a, his damnut. He had an opportunity to do it. And he held back. So his face was shining. So Rabbi Rucham says, aha. So he wasn't over on Lotin Af. So he gets a shining face. It's Nishgiven HaShegetz. You know what Nishgiven HaShegetz is? He wasn't a low life. Ah, Givaldic. Understand? So what do you see? You see from here that the Shetach of his Avoida, I'm not going to go into the whole schmooze right now, but the point I just want to bring out is that the Shetach of his Avoida is what? To, to struggle with Lotin Af. And over there is where his Avoida, where he shined in his Avoida and he made a tremendous mysterious nefesh and he broke his yates and whatever it is. That was his mockum of godliness. Right? That means you see that whatever you're in, this is your godliness. If you know that right now your struggles is what is important for yourself and for the world, not just for yourself, for the world, then you make better decisions. You follow? You have to have respect for people. No matter how bad they look and how much they're struggling with, the first thing is you have to have respect. But, I, but, 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 Lamaisa, the guy's not coming to chakras, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. You're not respecting him for missing chakrit. You're respecting him for being a tselem of the kip. You're being respecting for him that Hashem put a piece of himself in the person with a job, and Hashem wants his machsh of him, that he took this responsibility to put his nisham on this guy, and he has a tafkit. So that's why you're machsh of him. The male is worth your time, he's worth your energy, he's worth your tipul, he's worth your everything. Why? Because he is. Salam alaikum. Okay, we have to stop here. It's getting late.